Hi, and welcome to the Moonstone Witchery Podcast, the podcast where we talk about witchcraft and spirituality in a modern context. I'm Rian Lockard, the founder and head witch of Moonstone Witchery. Um, my intention with this podcast is to have a nice dialogue about witchcraft in our modern era and um, all topics spiritual as well. Um, you can find me online on Instagram at uh, Moonstone underscore witchery on my website, which is MoonstoneWitchery.com. You can find me here on this podcast of course and soon you'll be able to find me on youtube at moonstone witchery as well i do maintain a twitter account but um it's not that active so i'm not going to drop the handle at the moment but if you look for me hard enough you will get 10 gold stars if you find me and follow me over there so today i wanted to talk about on um, episode three welcome i wanted to talk about what is magic what is the theory behind magic is magic real all of these questions that i get asked frequently on my instagram account in the private message section um sometimes i'll open up in my stories i will do ask me anything and i get a lot of really cool questions there too so uh if you follow me you should hit up the stories once in a while because i do often try my best to interact with followers in a um, supportive context there. Another question I sometimes get before we jump into what is magic and the magic theory uh, that I touched on this last podcast briefly is why a memes account? Um, or like sometimes people will roll in all snarky and we all know the type of person who's like, oh, is this legit? <laughs> and they get kind of judgy or hoity-toity or whatever phrase you want to use about their status and them thinking that there's a right or wrong way or or whatever the case may be. And they say, are, is, are you a real witch or is this just a memes account? Now, I have to say that my initial response to questions like that is to be super sarcastic um, or to just be like, no, what's witchcraft? Or to say something like low-key snarky back. But I have done a lot of spiritual work and a lot of self-work, and I am hopefully at a place where I rise above that for the most part. Um, but what I do end up usually saying is, yeah, it's a memes account, and yes, I'm a real witch, super real witch, been practicing for a long time. I actually teach, this is local to me, so, um, but someday this will be online, I'm working on it, uh, but I teach a class called Moonstone Witchery Witchcraft Academy, where I teach baby witches how to become, you know, mommy witches. Um, I, I've been doing this a long time, I teach spirituality, I live spirituality, I teach witchcraft, I lived witchcraft, yes, I'm a real witch. And so the question is like, well, why is it a memes account? A variety of reasons, but mostly, well, the two biggest reasons are one, because memes are funny, guys. Like, it's really funny. A lot of what I'm posting is hilarious. Why would we not want to share things that are really funny? See, I don't look at spirituality as something that has to be somber and serious and really intense. That's not my style. I don't go through life like that. I am somebody who believes we have to laugh to get through it. I always find the joy in a situation. I'm always making a joke. Whenever I teach, I teach um, a divinity school. I'm on the faculty of a local divinity school here. My classes are very serious topics, divine communication, um, learning about your archetypes, the archetypes 
archetypal energy that you carry, learning about your past lives, how to connect to your, your higher self, death and dying and communicating with our deceased loved ones. I teach these big classes, but guess what? I'm, I'm making jokes. We're laughing all the way through them because to me, humor is a really great connector. Humor allows us to examine really important topics in a way that diffuses the intensity because witchcraft, spirituality, let's talk, be honest, the, the history of witchcraft is intense. It's laden with a lot of energy that is just frankly not okay. Um, the way that women have been treated over time is not okay. The way that witches have been treated over time is not okay. The way that people who weren't even witches but were being acute, accused of being witches is just not okay. Uh, these are big topics. And the topic of spirituality, getting in touch with your higher self, connecting to the universe, being part of the, the source of all that is, all of these things are really spiritually big topics. They're, they're really, energetically, they're big. And so I like to lighten that. I like to access it in a way that's like, what if this isn't so intimidating? What if we can all approach it? What if it's okay? What if it can be fun and funny and we can still learn? So my attempt with my Instagram page with the memes that I post is to offer two things. One, I'm going to brighten everyone's day and let's all have a fun laugh and let's like, let's like enjoy it. My witchcraft account is an account for other witches. So it's not just a learning account. It's for people who are on the path, walking their, walking their practice and want something they can relate to. If we're in our practice, if we're in our work, if we've got our hands dirty and we're living our spirituality, it's nice to see something that makes us laugh that we're like, yep, totally relate to that because we're all in it together. So I'm making an amusing series of observations and sharing them with other people who can relate to them. So there's that. But also, if you read in the comments of most of the memes that I post, that's where the actual learning content is. That's where someone will be like, I don't understand this. What about that? Or well, does this really work if you do this? Or somebody help me, I need to know about this or that. I will always respond. I will always get involved. I will always engage. I always do speak to and engage with the comment section of my posts because I believe that memes can open up really good dialogue and that memes can bring to light certain topics and allow us to learn from each other. So read the comments. Um, that's where a lot of the content is. And if you aren't needing to learn right then, but you're just wanting a laugh, then just, you know, double tap and keep going because that's valid too. So that's why a memes account. I can and do post informative posts once in a while. Um, they get significantly less engagement, although I'm not here for the engagement. It doesn't really matter to me, but they get significantly less engagement. Um, and I don't want to be preaching at everybody. I don't want to be telling everybody exactly what to do. I want to provide options. I want to say, yeah, this or that. There's no right or wrong way. Um, your practice is your own. But my intention isn't just to have a lessons-based account. It's to bring some joy and camaraderie and laughter and connection 
to the community. And if we can, you know, discuss techniques and if I can share lessons in the comments, I absolutely will and do. So I just wanted to chat about that. Along with that, one thing I wanted to talk about today, and then we'll get to the magic theory portion of events. But one thing I wanted to talk about today is the idea of the different paths of witchcraft. And I just sort of kind of touched on that. So that's why I'm just going to keep going with it. Um, There are many different paths to witchcraft. I think I said in the first podcast, you know, my favorite uh, idea around it is the path unfolds as you walk it. What does that even mean? Well, what that means is that as you, as you work your practice, as you work your magic. As you dive into your study, you're going to go places that you didn't predict. You're going to head in directions that you, number one, didn't even know you could go in because how do you don't know what you don't know. So until you've learned more, you, you can't predict where you're going to go. I mean, that's obvious, but it's not. Um, but number two, I think that it's important for you to understand that there's no one right or wrong way to witchcraft. <laughs> there's no one method that says, that goes, oh, if you do this, then you're a witch. Or if you do that, then you're a witch. Now, there are a lot of gatekeepers in the witch community. I'll tell you that right now. I'm going to warn you. Gatekeeping's a real thing. I have found that in any small or marginalized group, that there tends to be people who get real gatekeeping. What does this mean? Well, a gatekeeper is someone who says you can only come in if like, it's like, imagine someone standing at the gate. They're standing like post at the door and they're like, Oh, you have to prove to me that you are good enough to enter. That's gatekeeping. It's when someone says there's, there's legit people and there's not legit people, which are you. And it's this like obnoxious way of keeping people out. And I don't like it. Um, But there are gatekeepers. There's gatekeepers in the LGBTQ community. There's gatekeepers in the witchcraft community. Those are the only two that I can speak to because those are the only two that I know about. But I'm aware that in all marginalized groups, there's gatekeeping. And this is an example of how being aware of a group that you belong to is helpful um, until it's not. So what I mean by that is, is it helpful to know that you identify as a witch? Yeah, it's helpful. So that you can know like what to research, what to look into, what to practice, who your people are that you want to hang out with and you want to talk to. Like it's, it's good to be able to claim the title of witch so that you can kind of find what you're looking for. Um, and then it becomes limiting when certain people decide, oh, well, there's only one right or wrong way to witchcraft or there's only this or that makes you a witch or doesn't make you a witch or they get real nasty with their definitions and exclusive and um, clicky and all those gross things that we all like, you know, mean girls shit that we all thought that we had outgrown that I guess we didn't. Um, So be aware of that because my theory, my hypothesis, the thing I'm putting down here, the mission statement that I have here for y'all is there is no one way to be a witch. You know, all are welcome. Claim the title. It counts. And also, I want you to be aware that there are some people who don't agree with that. So proceed with awareness. And I'd like to ask that you extend the same grace forward to others who you encounter 
see, to me, someone who says, oh, you're doing it wrong, lacks confidence in themselves because they're saying there's only one right way to do it. And if I do it that way, I'm doing it wrong. But once you really understand witchcraft and the theories behind it, you know, there is no wrong. Like you're, you're not doing it wrong. As long as you're doing things with intentionality and purpose, there's no wrong. Okay. So you might be able to hear my dog barking in the background. Just allow it to like bring you deeper into the podcast. (laughs) Um, so, okay. That said, the path unfolds as you walk it, as you learn your art, as you learn your practice, you're going to go in directions that you didn't think were possible before. You're going to learn things that you didn't know you could learn. You're going to, um, tap into wells of information that, were previously unknown to you. That's great. You can't say I'm trying to get to this end result because you don't know what the end result is when you're just first starting your journey. Imagine the fool card in tarot. The fool card represents someone stepping onto a new path and not knowing where it goes. That's where we all are when we first begin something. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. The fool comes with like a lot of really great qualities to him. He is curious and bright eyed and optimistic. He's ideal. He's excited about his journey. He's willing to just go forth. This is the energy I want us all to bring when we're learning about witchcraft. Okay? So that said, the path unfolds as you walk it. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, Now, some people will say to me, oh, you're a Wicca or you're Wiccan or, oh, I don't know anything about Wicca. Now, I want to say this. Just because I'm a witch does not mean that I am Wiccan. All So some people believe this and some people don't. The, the the statement that I've heard says, all Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are Wiccan. Now, I have met a few Wiccans who, interestingly enough, don't consider themselves witches. So I'll just put that out there. This has blown up in the comments section of my page before, so I'm not really looking to have a whole thing happen again with that. I just want to say, if you identify as a witch, that's fine. If you don't, you don't. Wicca is a witchcraft religion. It's a pagan um, spiritual religious practice um, that has specific rules, guidelines, um, hierarchy, and um, very specific methods. If you are going to practice Wicca, you need to find a coven in your area and follow the initiation rites that they give to you. It's a very specific specific thing. I am not a Wiccan. I know, and I'm really good friends with, um, some Wiccans, but I am not Wiccan. I'm not. And that's okay. Me not being Wiccan doesn't mean I'm judging Wiccans. Me not being a Wiccan doesn't mean I have something against them or I don't like them or inherently, um, thinking X, Y, Z things secretly in my mind. And that's not a thing. That's not a thing for me. That's not a thing for anybody. Hopefully. I'm just not a Wiccan because it just doesn't resonate with me and my own practices. But that doesn't mean I think there's anything wrong with it. And if we can all get to this place of honoring the fact that other people resonate with some things that we don't resonate with, and that's okay, I think that everything would get a lot easier. But so Wiccans have a really specific methodology to their witchcraft. I consider myself to be an eclectic witch or a modern witch. I am 
someone who has learned a lot about a different variety of practices. I've been mentored. I believe in mentorship. I think mentorship's really important, especially in witchcraft and spirituality. And I've been mentored by some really amazing women um, who have taught me a lot about different paths and the arts of different kinds of witchcraft. I've learned a lot about voodoo and hoodoo. I've learned a lot about Wicca. Um, I've learned a lot about other from other eclectic witches. Um, I don't consider myself a practitioner of any one type of witchcraft. I consider myself eclectic, which means that I've gathered like this nice little basket full of different tools and different beliefs and different mythologies and different methods and I use them all when I am practicing my art or my craft okay and you can do that too you have to say to yourself what speaks to me do I want to follow a specific set of beliefs and systems and then can I go out and find that or do I want to kind of dip my toe into the waters and wade around and immerse myself and figure out what are the things that I want to call forth to me? What are the things that matter most to me? And then do that. There's no wrong or right way to do it. The important thing is, is that you align with what you're doing. If you're ever doing something that feels as if it doesn't match you or it's not resonating with you, then that's not your thing and you should stop doing it. Okay. So an eclectic witch just chooses from a variety of different sources and she learns what works for her by practicing. And what do I mean by that? I mean like by actually doing it. Witchcraft is a very hands-on, active kind of experience for, for many witches. I mean, for some, it's not. For some, taking a walk and thinking about certain things is enough. And I mean, honestly, that's pretty active too. But for a lot of us, it's hands-on. We're interacting with like the soil, the trees, the plants, the candles, the incense, the objects, the rocks, the crystals. We're, we're really like out there in the world, actively engaging with the world and with our craft. Um, and so you learn what works for you by trying things out and picking up a variety of books and following a whole bunch of different people online and really looking into it in that capacity. So be willing to learn, be willing to show up with that curiosity mind and to say, I wonder what's out there for me. Because when we decide to put something out into the universe, the universe brings it to us and it brings us a lot of different opportunities. But if we don't take action upon those opportunities, then there's, then the opportunities are wasted. The universe can throw like one thing after the other, like, like packages on our doorstep at us to say, here, how about this? How about that? How about this one? How about that one? But if we don't pick up the boxes and open them and take out whatever's inside and use it, then we're not getting anywhere. And a lot of people do that. They'll want something. They'll put it out there. The things will show up, but they freeze when it comes time to take action. And I want to invite you to not do that. And I want to invite you to practice, be willing to learn, be willing to be wrong, be willing to not know something, be willing to do something new, be willing to just see how it goes, be willing to not like something, be willing to love something. I just want to invite you to like really practice and dive in. So how does magic work? What even is magic? This is probably the fifth most popular question I get asked. I've been trying to answer them all in order. Um, 
is magic really real? Are you kidding me? Is this a real thing? Are you like actually practicing magic? These are the kinds of questions that I get asked on the regular. And my answer is, yeah, yep. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, I am. Yes, it's a real thing. Yes, I'm really practicing. Yes, witches are actually witches. Um, So what does that mean? How does it work? Well, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. But what I'm going to say, first and foremost, is that there's not a huge difference between manifesting or manifestation theory or like what's come to be kind of like mainstream known as like law of attraction. Um, There's not a lot of difference between that stuff and what we're doing with witchcraft. Although I will say it's, it goes a lot deeper and there's a lot of um, spiritual insight that you need to have in order to really know what you're doing. So, Witchcraft is essentially, on a fundamental basis, it's saying, I have the power to shape reality, and I'm going to use that power. Full stop. I mean, if you really want me to boil it down, that's what it is. It's me saying, I am aware that I have the power to shape reality, and I'm going to use that power. Okay. See, witchcraft is all about someone standing in their magnificence, standing in their sovereignty, standing in their greatness, unapologetically saying, I am powerful and I know it and I'm going to use my power. Okay, so this is why people fear witchcraft because a person, especially a woman, standing in her power unapologetically and saying, I know I can do this and I'm going to, that scares people. (laughs) That's like, whoa, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next, right? Like that's, that's a lot for some people to take in. But see, we've been taught throughout the course of history and our lives and ourselves and time and whatever that certain people are powerful like that. And we were taught, oh, those are the men standing at the front of the church, And I talked about this in the first podcast, but here I am going to ramble about it again right now because you know what? That's a lie. Everybody's that powerful. The only thing that stops us from from being able to wield that power on a regular basis is the knowledge and the belief that we're that powerful. If no one ever told you that you have that innate power, that innate gift, then it's hard for you to discover it on your own. Trust me, it took me a long time to discover this on my own. And I had angelic intervention in the form of my guides whispering in my ear my whole life telling me, you are powerful, you are brave, you are strong, you can create realities. You and everybody else can do that. Go try. And even with those whispers in my ear, I was still Like, are you sure? I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Oh my gosh. Like it still was a lot for me. So be gentle with yourself if it's not something that innately just comes to you, but allow yourself to know you have that power too. We all do. We are each shapers of our own reality systems. We are each powerful enough to manifest, create, cause, whatever, shift our own worlds in whatever direction we want. And the thing is, we're doing it all the time anyway. It's just a matter of whether we're conscious of it or not. And typically we're not. But a witch is awake. 
she has awoken to the fact that she can pick and choose what reality she wants and she can create it. And so that's the theory behind it. It's, oh, I am a being who is both here in tangible reality in human form, but who is also divine and made up of the essence of all that is. I'm this really amazing creature that's the unity of the physical form and the formless. See, when we come together, when we come into human form, we become twice as powerful because we exist in physical reality and we are spiritual creatures. So we wield this amazing amount of of magnificence that if only we know how to use it, we can do amazing things. And a witch is awake to the fact that she can use that. And a witch knows that nobody can tell her that she can't and that she's not good enough and that she's not powerful. That's what being a witch is. It's standing in that greatness. Now you have to get right with yourself if you're going to be a witch. And what do I mean by that? I mean, like you got to know that when you use your power, you're going to use it in a way that is in alignment with who you are. Witchcraft and self-work go hand in hand. Because you can go out there and you can do some spell work and you can shift reality in a certain direction. And if you're doing it for harm, you're going to feel the reverberations of that in ways that you hadn't really considered. You're going to feel the reverberations of that because you're shifting your reality as well as other people's realities. So if you're not right with yourself and you're not acting in alignment with with your integrity, it's going to... It's going to affect your own worldview and your own reality and your own experiences. But if you've done self-work and you know that you're a good person or you know that you're acting in alignment with what you believe is right, then whenever you do your work, you're going to shift reality in a positive way for yourself and for others. It's all just a matter of getting right with yourself. And that requires an immense amount of self-work. That requires an immense amount of self-reflection. Why do I do the things that I do as the energy I'm bringing to a circumstance, positive or negative? Am I doing something from a place of being charitable of spirit or for the highest good or in alignment with my own integrity or am I not? Like hard, big life questions that we all have to ask ourselves and answer. Witchcraft is going to pull you right into self-work like that. And I think that's a really good thing. I'm not going to talk on today's podcast about, you know, um, you know, shadow and light and, you know, dark and light witchcraft or gray witchcraft, um, black magic versus light magic or whatever. I'm not going to get into that today. That's a whole topic that we'll spend an entire podcast chatting about, but, um, there are absolutely rules and laws in the universe about that topic and we will get to it. But for right now, what I want to say is, Magic theory just states, I am this conduit of energy that is physically existing in the tangible world. And because of that, I can take spiritual energy and put it into the tangible world and shift the tangible world. I'm going to talk to and manipulate the energy of all that is to do what I want it to do because I'm aware that I can. That's what we're doing. That's why candle magic is really effective. Um, I'm going to do a series on candle magic. We'll talk all about how to do candle magic and what candle magic is, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing I want you to understand is that as a flame on a candle burns, 
It's turning the wax. It's taking the wax and it's consuming it and it's turning it into this energy in the flame and it goes up and it becomes unseen. See, it's turning tangible reality into the essence into the spiritual reality. It's saying, take this wish, and that's why we anoint the candle, we write upon the candle, we bless the candle, we infuse the candle with the spell. And when we do that, we burn it, and it goes out into the spiritual realm where it says, here's the code for how to shape reality. It's like we're making a computer code. It's like, take this information and turn reality into this thing I'm asking you to do. That's why it works. We're taking reality, we're making it into spirituality so that spirituality can shift and become the reality that we're calling forth. But we don't need candles to do that. We really don't. We just need that innate understanding that we are that powerful and we need to do the self-work required to believe it. If you don't know and can't own and claim that you are that powerful creature, if you don't know and believe yourself that you are able to shape worlds, then you are going to struggle as a witch. But that's part of walking that path, right? Walking that path is all about you beginning to build your confidence and you learning just how powerful and amazing you are. Walking that path is 100% about you getting in touch with the magnificent creature that you are, this magnificent spiritual being. That's what it's about. That's why you have to practice so that you can learn and anchor into knowing and anchor into seeing the truth that you are very powerful and very capable. And you need only your hands and some powerful intention to really cast these spells. But there's so many other ways to do your spell work. There's so many other ways to put magic into the world. And it's all really fun and it's all really cool. And it's what we're going to talk about on this podcast a lot. So I just wanted to share what the magic theory is, what the different paths are, what magic even is. I wanted to talk to you all about that because I wanted to equip you with these methods, these ideas, this information so that you can sit with it with yourself and start to see how it manifests in your own life and start to know that you are capable beyond measure. So I wanted to just say thank you so much for listening. If this podcast has resonated with you, I'd love for you to like subscribe to it. I'd love for you to share it with others, other witches that you know, Um, maybe even just friends or family who are aware that you're into witchcraft and don't understand, well, what are you even doing? (laughs) Maybe share it with them. Maybe it'll help them understand. Um, And please pass it along. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, please do so. Check out my website at moonstonewitchery.com. And um, I look forward to hearing from you. My name's Rian Lockard. I'm the head witch over here at Moonstone Witchery. And I hope that you're enjoying this podcast and that you listen again. Have a great day.